What's it all for? You ever ask yourself that? You've been working, striving, trying to do your very best in life, and it's just flying by. Do you ever stop and wonder, is this it? What else? What's the point? You go from home to work to all the errands you have to run and do things for other people and do it again tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Well, today on the next Simple Step podcast, I want to share some insights with you from one of the most transformational books I've ever read. It's called Falling Upward, A Spirituality for the Two Halves of Life by Richard Rohr. When you get to the end of your life, what do you think might be your biggest regret? Chances are it won't have anything to do with your work or how much money you made. It'll be about impact. Did you love others well and leave them better than you found them? In Falling Upward, Rohr writes that there is much evidence on several levels that there are at least two major tasks to the human life. The first task is to build a strong container or identity. The second is to find the contents that the container was meant to hold. The first task we take for granted is the very purpose of life, which does not mean we do it well. The second task is more encountered than sought. Few arrive at it with much pre-planning, purpose, or passion. If you're anything like me, You do think about this often as far as, are you doing this life right? Is this all there is? Are you living your purpose? What I love about this two halves of life concept is you don't have to keep striving. You don't have to keep defending yourself and your identity. You can just be who you are and show up every day, love others well. Now, that's not always easy but you've got nothing to prove. That is so freeing. I'm all about personal development. In fact, most of the episodes of The Next Simple Step are about that, about how we can grow our mind and strengthen our bodies and also nourish our souls and do all three at the same time, hopefully. But here's the downside, the dark side of personal development, as Roar writes, that the very unfortunate result of Our preoccupation with order, control, safety, pleasure, and certitude is that a high percentage of people never get to the contents of their own lives. Human life is about more than building boundaries, protecting identities, creating tribes, and teaching impulse control. As Jesus said, why do you ask what am I to eat? What am I to wear? And to that he says, is life not so much more than food? Is life not so much more than clothing? What will profit you if you gain the whole world and lose your very soul? Your inner life is the whole point. How you connect to God and others while you're busy doing everything else. There's a quote from novelist Alan Rain that talks about climbing the ladder in life. And it says, you may get to the very top of the ladder and then find that it has not been leaning against the right wall. So let me ask you, are you still striving and climbing the ladder of life and success and trying to define yourself and make your way in the world? That is first half of life activities. And that's important when you're a kid to be given an identity that you're a good boy or you're a strong woman. But it's kind of weird when we have to validate people of a certain age, maybe a 60 or 70 year old, if you have to tell them that they're a good boy or a strong woman. 
they should be content in their own skin. And the reason that Rohr calls it falling upward is that he suggests that to enter the second half of life, most of us have to go through really painful experiences, a death, a divorce, a personal failing, because we wouldn't willingly walk through those things. We're kind of thrust upon them and then realize and have what he calls a bright sadness in the second half of life, that you can stop striving and just be. He writes, in the second half of life, I no longer have to prove that I or my group is the best, that my ethnicity is superior, or that my role and place in society deserves superior treatment. I'm not preoccupied with collecting more goods and services. Quite simply, my desire and effort every day is to pay back, to give back to the world a bit of what I received. I now realize that I've been gratuitously given to from the universe, from God. And he uses this term to state his inner being, which I really think is beautiful. It's called a bright sadness, as he quotes theologian Thomas Merton, because no despair of ours can alter the reality of things or stain the joy of the cosmic dance, which is always there. We are invited to forget ourselves on purpose and join in the general dance. In the second half of life, we do not have strong and final opinions about everything, every event, or most people. As much as we allow things and people to delight us or sadden us and truly influence us, we no longer need to change or adjust other people to be happy ourselves. Ironically, we are more than ever before in a position to change people, but we do not need to, and that makes all the difference. We have moved from doing to being to an utterly new kind of doing that flows almost organically, quietly, and by osmosis. Our actions are less compulsive. We do what we are called to do, and then we try to let go of the consequences. That's powerful. I hope that speaks to you as much as it did to me. And check out the book, Falling Upward from Richard Rohr, because we can all benefit from a reminder of our inner life, of our soul, of why we're doing the things we do and really check in with ourselves. Are we off course? Are we loving well? And if you need some encouragement, if you would like some other resources or just a sounding board, feel free to reach out. My number, 559-574-3210. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to the next Simple Step Podcast.